the holy hand grenade. One, two, five. Please, Three. Yourselves, America. This is Defenders Live. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. It is hump day. That it is. And it is a very special day. It is a, on this uh, show it is a wonderfully special because day. Because we are a tad crowded. Uh, just a hair. If, uh, you are, if you're watching the videos. Yeah, if you're on, on the Facebooks or the, the YouTubes or any of the other f- places we have video See, up the there. See, the Facebooks, the YouTubes, the D-Lives. There you go. You, that was the big the one. The Mojo Five O TV. Mm-hmm. All of those All things. those good places. And more. Uh-huh. Then you are missing... The the uh, spectacle, yes, that is the crowded screen that we have. Yeah, I had to I had to re redo the entire thing. We have, he did <laughs> he, he did, and it not I mean really good work for considering because we've never had a, a group this large before. Uh huh. So those of you that are not watching, thank you. Those of you that are not watching on the radio or on on the radio. Um, if you're watching if on the you're radio, watching on you're the doing radio, it wrong. you're missing this. Yeah, um, if you're watching this, <laughs> guys, we have uh, a panel of people in tonight. This is a different show than normal, right? Um, we're just gonna do just you, do, do you it. Just want to list it out. We're just gonna do it. Start this listing way. it out. Just All right, it. starting from. You want to do the top yeah? Point? We're gonna start at the top left of the screen. We got Miss Carrie Melanac on the top left, who has been guys. hanging out with us for. Why? I don't Forever. Know why. I don't Forever. know why. And I don't know why you I really about a year. It is. I, I don't really know why. think she's just trying to, like, she's I, trying to save us. I think she I is. Think that's what it's, it is. It's like, she has to, she goes back <laughs> to her church and has examples of what not to. Right, what not to do. Well, that's definitely true. Yes, but, yes, um, it is. <laughs> I, I also, you know, I have a theme song, so. Oh, that's, that's true. true. And we, we did. Around. We didn't play it because it's not fair to everyone else that's <laughs> on here that doesn't have a theme song. Because you're the only one with I a theme song agree. of the group that we have tonight. Yeah. Yes. Uh, moving on to the top right. Alfonso Rachel, who, uh, if you don't know him, is a you know big-time YouTuber, is a black conservative fella. Yes, we have to list Lives it. in California. Lives in California. Also, uh, an amazing musician. Yes. Uh, yes. And and uh, he's been a political commentator and uh, religious commentator for for quite a few years. Quite a few years. Um, I remember listening uh, listening and watching his stuff on YouTube back in the PJ Media days. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah, definitely. But that was amazing. That was good. And then following, and he still is. It is still is. Yeah, he still is busy doing stuff. Uh, next up, we have the Riaz Patel, bottom Good friend of the fa- of the of the family, bottom right like hand corner. Yeah, I mean we are family. Good friend. Why, of the I, sh- why was I put on the bottom? Bottom uh, right. I only have four corners. What do you want? <laughs> why did I end up on the lower row? Oh well, it just happened that way. Well, we're saving the best for last. That's exactly right. <laughs> and you're towards the last. That's that's. I'm getting squashed by Carrie on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> that is the first time I've heard words like know. that it's ever not, said. It's going to be all right. Anyway. anyway. Re- re- <laughs> I know her husband. I'm allowed to say it. That's true. That's go. true. true. There you go. Re- <laughs> and gay, it's all very safe. Too. It is. <laughs> that was, okay, so in, in college, I, I my undergrad is in theater performance, and I was always paired up. He was my best friend in college. We were always paired up, and, and we were like, well, it's okay. We have this scene, but. He's gay. I'm married. It's good. It works it's, out. No problem. It's, are. it's fine. You have the best acting and the least amount of problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Riaz Patel, has a, he's been a producer. Uh, he is in the culture. He is a uh, he did the, the Come to the Table events. Yes. With, with Ma- the, making dinner for everybody with, uh, yeah. with diverse groups, making sure that people came together to actually over sitting over food, having conversations. Yeah, he, he's one of those people that when you have a conversation like this, you want him on the panel. Oh, dear God, yes. Because uh, he knows exactly how this should go. Well, exactly. Well, not just that, but it's, it's nice to have somebody because the, 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 the problem that we run into nowadays is a lot of people are in groups that yeah they're in their tribe and they're in their echo chambers mm-hmm. and they don't listen to people from the other side right in any way no and riaz you're willing to and he, not only is he willing Zoe to is willing to yes. riaz you're willing to scott you're willing to Carrie, yeah. you're willing to that's why and we that's, have you here yeah. that's what makes it amazing yeah. is is that you can be different we can walk away and go well i may not agree with this or you may not agree with that but we can you know do the old adage of agree to disagree and know that and in the end yeah and in the end you're not an enemy mm-hmm. i'm not an enemy we're having the same desire we're just coming at it from different sides and yeah. we have to make it work and that's that's why the big reason why we love riaz so much is because we can have conversations that a lot of people are afraid to touch and and know that in the end everything's fine exactly yeah and then uh, finishing up with uh, Scott Green, pastor Scott Green. and yes, uh, part-time actor. <laughs> Thank you, guys. How you doing? Oh, we oh, are here. Good uh, to see you all tonight. Uh, yeah, it's great to see this you, is too. A, like I said earlier, this is a great-looking group of people. Oh, yes. Everybody give it a little looks, while. Everybody looks very good except for me, so mm. that's amazing. And me. Oh, well, you know. But anywho. We can be down, downtrod- downtrodden on ourselves. That's fine. So the whole point of having everybody on, and I had meant to actually have like a whole different theme song and this big deal. Right. But right. the whole point of having everybody on and having such a wide variety and a vast diversity, um, one of the biggest things is bothering myself. Right yeah. One of the biggest things is bothering myself and Steven is, is the... Is the division that's going on mm-hmm. in America mm-hmm. uh, racially, especially racially, um, but politically, racially, uh, religion over uh, pretty much everything? Yes, and we over the COVIDs. Yes, and so this is what happens when you're at home and you have nothing better to do. As the again, the old <laughs> adage, "Idle hands are the devil's work." Yes, and here we are. <laughs> so we wanted to six have, months in. Yeah, I know. God, and they're Jeez. talking about it going for another oh, six shut to up. twelve. No, 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 no. Anyway. But we wanted to kind of bring different people together to show everyone that you can have conversations, you can have debates, you can have even disagreements. And that's fine. And it be okay. Right. That we can work this out. That Mm -hmm. the stuff that you're seeing on the news, the stuff that you're reading about in the papers or in the magazines is not actually what's really going on. 
I mean, it may be going on, but it's not near to the hyper level that they're making it out to be. Yeah, it's it's not what you see on TV is it may be part of reality, but it is definitely not your everyday. Yeah. And it, that's kind of the point. Exactly. That is kind of the point. Um, so let's kind of let's dive in. Let's go with this. OK. And I, I we kind of found this. As uh, a, this is a this is a launch off point. I yeah, did. I, so it's I just found this uh, article mm-hmm. from the uh, Washington Sentinel. And the headline, <laughs> headline reads, Black Lives Matter leader now says white people's churches should all come down. Uh, this was, uh, the spokesman was uh, Sean King, claims that the next step in the so-called social justice is to tear down all white people's churches. I saw that smirk. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, call me crazy. Right. Now, I, I have n- zero compared to everyone on the panel. I, mm-hmm. I don't have near the experience of it. And, and it, it, you know, worldly we thing. Are, we are laymen. As, as far uh, as exactly. Concerned. Y'all are the experts. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, <laughs> I, I call me crazy. But to have a situation where you're complaining about racism against you and, and your culture or demographic or whatever, mm-hmm. to then turn around and start advocating for the uh, eradication of another can, can culture make, or society. I, Isn't that kind of... Before we go there, make a clarification. Sean King... Well, he's white. He is white. He's white. He is white. He's a at, powdered donut. <laughs> <laughs> the hostess kind or like the... Are, are the one that comes in the back? Debbie's? The little bitty round ones? The brostest kind of anything. So uh, you spoke up first. So how do you feel about this topic? <laughs> I don't so think he, he has anything to say. If white churches shut down, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, well, if, if the qualification to be shut down is being white, then he would be the first to be shut down. Right. Uh, Sean Keen is, is there's, there's, a, there's a very gross paradox here because if the whole thing is where we're supposed to be diverse, you know, and, and diversity is, is, a, is a hoax, man. Diversity and divide share the same root, and that's why the country is getting more divided over mm-hmm. the guise of diversity. Mm-hmm. But Sean King... If he really wants to prove that people can get along, then, dude, you don't have to pose as a black person. The beauty in us getting along is that we can be different. You don't have to put on freaking blackface to get along with us. Wait, so what? Anyway, <laughs> we, I'm sorry, what? We don't have to but, put on blackface to wait, get what? along? Right, sorry? Right, that's what Sean King is doing, basically. Oh. Oh, okay, and okay. Uh, so with uh, you know shutting down the church and, and you know the, the stigma of going along with this making about the church. I mean, if he's talking about shutting down the church, that's that's not anti-white or anti-white uh, supremacy mm-hmm. it's very anti-semitic my high priest and king is jewish he's a middle eastern jew i don't know what it has to do with white people so <laughs> him wanting to shut this all down doesn't even make any sense but oh. unfortunately you know the devil is at work like you guys said and he likes to get in there and molest people's minds well it's, it's funny you mentioned that because the reason why he wants to have it removed uh-huh and have it pulled down is because of the fact thank you is because of the fact that um Food? A lot of the, the, the depictions have Jesus as obviously a white-looking man. Yeah, yeah. And that, his that's... argument is that, you know, they they didn't go to New Jersey. Or who was it? I, there was a quote in there, and you, and I gotta, you have to scroll mm-hmm. up for it. But there was a scene. Uh, 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 no, scroll down. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you're going too fast. <laughs> I, you, you should have it up, but I don't. It's on yeah, his Yeah, you side. have it up normally. But um, there was a point where uh, he, he's basically saying how people don't, the, the the Israelites and everything weren't going to New Jersey 
when they when there was issues they went they were in Egypt they were in the Middle East mm-hmm. and so therefore Jesus is not white and to depict him as such uh-huh is is wrong and that's the actual basis of tearing everything down and I I, 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 think, the, I, I think the trick here is in having these conversations is the choices we make and what kinds of voices we bring in. Mm-hmm. Sean King is not a productive voice. We, we all know that. Yeah, right. Whatever side you're on, Sean King is not a voice that's going to lead a productive conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I would we, we have a lot of those voices now on both sides. So it, I, I hear you. It's, it's an extreme position. I don't know a single human being on the left who supports that. Yeah. But is a bit, but is, as yeah, often happens, a worthwhile point, which is, let's have a conversation about the depiction of Jesus Christ, what would be accurate or not. Mm-hmm. We don't just tear anything down. That's that's a conversation worth having. Mm-hmm. But to me, the shutting down of the churches takes anything. It's like the taking a knee, taking over what the actual point was. It's that we often lose, I think, the point of conversations by getting distracted by the loudest, most provocative voices. Yep. Exactly. Well, it's, it, it, it really get, it contradicts, you know, this First Amendment thing that they claim to love so much. The first right of the First Amendment is free religious exercise. One, mm-hmm. and uh, especially if we got the church, who uh, a bunch of them are uh, are Protestant. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Biblican. I'm not a p- particular uh, denomination. But if we're talking about Protestants, well, the root word of Protestant is protest. So if we're using protest <laughs> to protest, that should be our license to be able to get out there and go to church. We got the first right of the First Amendment. We got the idea that we're founded on protest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how is it that we're being stepped on? It, it, and I'll tell you from the right, uh, from the left over here, I was shocked. I was shocked that the, by the hypocrisy saying you can go protest, but you cannot go to church. It yeah. was it, it, it's like a, it's a continuation of an anti-religious feeling that's been brewing for a long time in the left that, again, neither side is right. Mm-hmm. It's the middle of what, yeah. what the truth is. Um, and, and I just find this anti-religion thing very aggravating from, so, from the left. So this is a this is a side note. And I understand it's a red herring. Riaz, can you still go to mosque? No, you can't. No, nope, that that is that is actually weird. I and that's an that's an excellent question because that that's been sources, asked. All news sources on my side say houses of worship. The fact that you asked me that question shows how different mm. your news is. Mm-hmm, because right. all of my news sources always said houses of worship. All of yours always said churches. Yes, and so we we to we, we feed on this discrepancies that aren't even real right it's yes. fed to us as bites i mean i'm a producer everything is in the edit yep. what you ask what you leave out what you put in it's yep. all about the edit and the only point of any edit now is to get more clicks and yep. likes and convert those likes into yep. purchases that's Don't how the right. whole system works mm-hmm. so well, that, i think oh sorry go, go ahead a uh, car please Okay, um, it's Carrie, but that's okay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, you know I should know better. My wife's name is Carrie. I should get that right. But it's that's funny. That's like a verb, but spelled differently. But right. anyway, um, I think Riaz hit on the key point here that the productive voices are not being heard. It's right. these unproductive that are just driving that division and driving the anger. And it's it doesn't even have to be a matter of they versus us or them or me or you it's why can we not find that common ground um so if riaz or riaz can't go to um mosque we should be able to commiserate with him Mm -hmm. um that our churches are shut down right and find that first bonding point there and 
and theologically, we can have those conversations as we go and build those relationships, but to not even have the opportunity to to build a relationship um, is so destructive. And people are heading into the conversation absolutely closed to even hearing someone else. And so it takes it beyond. And Riaz, Riaz is also absolutely correct that, you know, we get those little sound bites and whoever you favor to listen to, um, you're hearing the sound bites, you're hearing commentary. There's There are very few news programs out there. There are more even programs that are supposed to be delivering the news end up being commentaries Mm -hmm. and you're hearing a biased opinion regardless of who you're listening to and um and the clicks and the viral videos i mean that is that absolutely a driving force and what gets clicked on it's something that's controversial what gets clicked on it's something that's outlandish we're not Mm going to click on the person who's just walking down the street waving at their neighbor who's different than them, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's yeah, not exactly. going to cause any viral oh my god! Video. Oh, my God, guys, you have to see this nuanced conversation. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> like, amazing. It was so nuanced and subtle, you wouldn't believe it. It was right. so great. Everybody was actually talking to each other like normal people. <laughs> but that's why we have to I, have conversations and ask the questions instead of just assuming that everybody understands the same form and fashion. Yep. Scott. In, in my experience as a pastor, and I talked to several different people, even of different denominations, it seems like people are so quick to focus on what they disagree with yep. more so than what we agree. And I find that we actually agree more with other people than we disagree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I've noticed that there is like a uh, 70% of our population can actually agree on things. And we all are kind of like-minded. We are the same. But then there's a 15% on one extreme and another 15% on the other extreme. Amen. And the media only focuses on the 15% on either side. Mm-hmm. And the whole 70% in the middle never gets attention. So therefore, people only hear the extremes on each side. And it's warping everybody's perception. So I have a very clear... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, if, if I could just interject really quick. You know, it's it's not only... Which is true, true what you guys are saying is that, uh, you know, people are... There's, there's this... Um, Disagreement is almost delicious, but sometimes it's not even just a disagreement. It's a sentiment for a perspective that somebody already has. Mm -hmm. You can you can issue your your perspective on things and a person may actually agree with it. But because they have this knee jerk reaction to a perspective that they already have, that's a truth that they already they want to hold on to. And it's like spring loaded. It's just going to come out. And it's going to go over anything that they just heard from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, so we deal with a lot. And a lot of that is just ego because it's like they can mm-hmm. even, they can hear exactly what you're saying. But it's like, OK, but I want I want my turn to tell you what my thoughts are on it. Right. You know, that's what's really yeah. important. So I think yeah. listening, with a lot listen, of that also waiting to speak as opposed to listening. I just <laughs> yes. mediated this conversation <laughs> between about free speech on campus. Very controversial issue, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it was a panel. And one side you had a old white professor from Tennessee, and on the other you had a young 25-year-old black PhD student, Black Lives Matter, 100%, we need to change the system. After an entire conversation, they found out they disagreed about one thing, and that was the invitation to someone from the KKK. He said, I still think he should be able to speak. She said, I don't think so, I disagree. That was the only thing they disagreed about after an hour and a half conversation. Wow. Coming into it, 
coming into it? 100%. We are, we are complete enemies. We will have nothing in common. You guys do this. You guys think this. You, after we talked, okay, so what is a specific example? They had the same examples. They had the same situations with students. Mm-hmm. The only thing they disagreed about was one invitation of one hypothetical guest to campus. Everything else they had an agreement. Wow. Exactly. And th- that seems to be that seems to be more common than not, especially in today's mm-hmm. era. Yeah. We just don't see it because we're constantly in the flux and ideas that everybody that doesn't believe the exact same as us well, is is evil or wrong in some way. Well, and in some ways we're also going back going back to what you mentioned we're also having to deal with the way words are being used yeah you know what i mean like we said a second ago for from for the for news on the right side and, and in general like that they had they would refer to it as churches and and on the other sides they do it at you know houses, houses of, of worship. worship it's the exact same thing mm-hmm. the problem with it is is they, they they will pick a word because they know that even though it's the exact same thing it's it's going to be used as a division point mm-hmm. because uh, it's just the way it is. But, right. you know, folks in the South and, and everything else are more inclined to the church aspect. We've got the Bible Belt. Right. You know what I mean? Right. To have a mosque or even a temple, you know, a Jewish temple, it's it's very different for a lot of folks in the South. And it doesn't make them wrong. It's just where they come from. It, it's just not part of the thought process. Exactly. It's a, it's a form of manipulation. Yes. And then you turn around on the other side where people have it all the time, you know, like in California where you have, you know, temples and, and mosques and, and churches. And New York and, and places. Yeah, like yeah, but I, you know, I was up north in California. Every, yeah, the bigger yeah. cities and things. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, they intentionally will pick a word, and and knowing that that's going to cause people to argue. Mm-hmm. And if they would actually all everybody on both sides take a moment and say, okay, well, when you say this, what do you mean? Because you literally could be having the exact, like you said, they could be completely agreeing on things and just seeing it from two different sides of a coin. Right. And it's just, it's always irritated me that, that, and that's the I thing do, I, I do oh go ahead we're, you know the thing is we're always going to have you know disagreement that's oh, one yeah. thing you know if we can have like civil discourse and stuff like that the problem is is when these disagreements become policy that people have to be ruled by that's yes. that's when it becomes a problem that's you know a, one of the big causes of irritation you know when i hear terms like churches or house of worship like see for instance like me as a christian um i'm i'm actually anti-religious i'm not a religious person at all jesus is the original freedom from religion foundation Mm-hmm. So I'm so when they talk about houses of worship and churches and stuff like that, I'm like going to church, which I don't disagree with, is not part of my salvation. We right. are the church. Yes. Right? We weren't we weren't our, our, our order isn't to go to church. Our order is to be the church. Mm-hmm. So this should not stop us from having our our um, our fellowship with people. This should not sharp, stop us from sharp, uh, from iron sharpening iron. Nothing. None of these things. I've got my Bible. I've got the Holy Spirit with me. I've got my church with me right now. So there's nothing in this age right now, because God being the just God that he is, God says that there is no excuse for you to not know me. Even this what's going on right now is not an excuse. So we can still, you know, pass on and report of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. Very. True. I, believe God is, I believe God is trying to teach the church how to take his word outside the four walls of the building. And um, that quarantine was one of the best things that could happen I, I I would say that's across the board. I would say all people are finding a new sense of faith and spirituality because your life has been suddenly reduced to your home. Mm-hmm. And how is it you make sense of it when you have to go inside because you can't no longer be b- busy going outside? Yep, right, um, right. I think it's a, I think it could be a beautiful moment of transformation for humanity. Uh, the problem is 
uh, we have these phones, and that's <laughs> any, any any message that could come from within is drowned out by yep. all the noise that's coming from without. Mm -hmm, and exactly. it really is at the end of the day going to be a decision for each person their relationship to the to media. Yes. What is it they use it for? What is it they need? Because if you constantly consume it, it is designed to give you what you like. It is designed to take you down the rabbit hole farther. Mm -hmm. And so what I keep telling people is it is a choice to put it down and lift your head up and look who are these people who are around me and what do they want and mm -hmm. what are their lives like? It's the only way forward. Absolutely. Oh, well, that was my ears. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I, it, I wish people would get back to It's one of the things we've always said before. You know, mm -hmm. people are still people. It, I, 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 I'm people weird. are people are people. Yeah, people are people. Um, Soylent I, I, Green is oh, also people. It is. A, no. Spoiler alert. God. It's an old movie. Spoiler alert. Dear God. <laughs> I was going to say something, but the music has started. So okay. I, so I cannot believe it's already halftime. I told you it's well, going to go fast. Holy smokes. I know. We barely got started. Guys, stay tuned. There's a lot more on the other side. Don't go to where. We'll be right back. Woohoo! Liberty. Three sassy conservatarian ladies talking politics. We know that all you want to do is take guns away from people. Don't be don't be dishonest. Pop culture. Valkyrie, she's yes. got a flying horse. She doesn't need Karen and the Karenettes, okay? And everything in between. So basically, it's just people, schmucks like us sitting around the room like, you know what we could do? We can basically put up sunglasses around the earth, <laughs> and that will stop climate change. Join Rocky, Gina, and me Saturdays at 2 p.m. Eastern for the all That's what she said. All right, ladies, let's wrap this up. I got to go work in the morning. Okay, we got to do it again because Sammy cut out. What the? <laughs> Are you nearly maxed out in your credit cards? It doesn't matter if you're using your credit cards for fun or to survive. At the end of the month, your statements come in. And you can either pay them or you can't. If you can't, late fees and interest rates get tacked on. And now, you're struggling just to make the minimum payment due. Do you feel trapped? Am I talking to you? Good, because I personally researched some companies that can help you. They may be able to reduce your credit card balances by 50% and stop the late fees. If you qualify, please call our special debt hotline number right now for a complimentary free five-minute consultation. Deal with your credit card problem now before it gets much worse and put more money back in your pocket. Trust me, I've been there too. Call right now. 800-380-4293. 800-380-4293. That's 800-380-4293. I think it's time to blow this thing. And we're back. 
Gotta love it. Yes, we I are. I love that intro. I know. And Zoe's over there jamming out. Zoe, <laughs> do you know what that was from? No, man, but it made me want to get on my drums and sort of jam along. <laughs> oh, that's uh, maybe do like you know me and me like you know it's like I th- I saw Kerry like almost getting ready to do some tang. I was like, all right, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm oh, a yeah. we got this. Okay. I'll, try, I'll, so, I'll try not to step on your feet or anything like that, but you know, do it. No, so that's uh, it, it's funny enough. That's actually a that's the intro music to uh, to an older anime. Yeah, the 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 song is called Tank. Mm-hmm. That's all you okay. got to look look up Tank. Um, and you'll you'll find it on YouTube. It is amazing. Uh, we love that song. Yes, we so much. We do. Yeah, the entire thing is incredibly awesome. Yes. But anyway, going back to the Defenders Live. DOA show. Mojo50.com. Go uh-huh. to Mojo50.com. <laughs> Check out all the amazing hosts over there. I much think this, better than us, but this what, is actually a really good I was going to say, this is probably the first time I could say that we're able to actually compete with the other guys because this has been you know, kind of been it's planned been a show. for a very long time and is going fantastic. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> eat my shorts, Izzo. Huh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Go to he would too. He would too. I think I think he was part of that band in high school. I know. See, this is why we can't have nice things. That's this is right. why Carrie comes on. That's every why week. she comes on every week. <laughs> Go to mojo50.com. Mojo50.com. Check out all the other amazing hosts and everything going on over there. When you're mm-hmm. done, go to our website, doaeshow.com. Uh, did you say doaeshow.com? I did. Oh, doaeshow.com. And oh. you know what you'll find over there? Uh, yeah, shirts like this. You will. You will find shirts like that. Uh-huh. You will find the archives. Mm-hmm. Going back to coffee the mugs. And coffee mugs. You have our shop over there. You yeah. can go <laughs> and check out the archive going way back to when we first started doing the And Facebooks. it was terrible. And it, it was, was bad. So bad. It was so bad. Train wreck, don't do it. It's God Unless bless you're, you. If you're a fan of cringy stuff, yes, then absolutely go. Go it's do it. Fantastic. All there. Uh, if you're not, if you're looking for like, I don't know, quality. No, nah, don't do that. Then don't, don't do go that. there. Just don't go. Don't go That's there. Uh, you can follow us on all of the social medias at doae show. Use the hashtag arm yourselves. Yes. Um, real fast, just for giggle's sake, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we can go around the list and see if any of y'all would like to throw out your social medias as well. Carrie, are you still on? Are you not on you, anything You're yet? still on hiatus. Well, technically I'm on Twitter at Carrie Malinak, but I have not been on since October. However, Shark Week is coming up oh. and I did get some new shark paraphernalia. So, so that may be up like, on Twitter yeah, soon. Gotcha. I don't so, know. I'm I'm really. But you've been doing so well. Hey, okay not being in the dumpster fire that is social yeah. media right now. Oh well, you know. Dumpster fire. It is there. I yeah. just have an issue with um with the anger as yeah. the driving force behind so much, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just not. I'm just not into fighting with other people i, I am much understand. more in for the peaceful conversation mm-hmm. i'm really obnoxious i totally get that and i'm <laughs> high energy but i'm not so it's not like peaceful serene but it's mm-hmm. like peaceful like not you know head butting so i, th- I think I, we got you i yeah. Yeah, i don't know mm-hmm. so that's, that's okay fine. so uh carrie Malinak, either way at carrie Malinak <laughs> on the twitters zo yo any social medias oh, you want to push um, Welcome I am, to the show. I'm, I'm kind of like, <laughs> like a ghost on the social media platforms, uh, whether it be uh, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, the best way for folks to find me, if, if folks are you know so inclined, is to, uh, is by my website, mm-hmm. BronzeSerpentMedia.com, and that has my social media contacts. If anybody wants to, there you check go. Check me out. So, Bronze Serpent Media over for Alfonso uh, Riaz. 
so the conversation I mentioned about free speech, I do one a week. Uh, it's called Four Chairs, and it's on Facebook and YouTube. Mm-hmm. But really profoundly compelling conversations between people who think they have absolutely nothing in common about race and policing and all that. And we find the common ground in every episode. Mm-hmm. So Very it's really cool. worth listening because they're not quick short bites, they're not quick sound bites, but they're meaningful conversations. So four chairs, uh, Riaz Patel, it's on Facebook and um, YouTube. If you want to hear reasonable conversation that has some meaning and can actually show how to come together as a people, that's probably where you need to yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, Scott Green. <coughs> Bless you. Yeah, I uh, started off on TikTok doing some stupid comedy <laughs> and uh, under the alias character of Brother and then over to YouTube doing, uh, bringing the, the videos over there to YouTube. So uh, TikTok, uh, uh, Facebook, YouTube, just look up Brother Bailey. Brother and, Bailey. Uh, okay. A bunch of stupid characters with some comedy. That'll probably be me. There you go. If you need to lighten up your day, get a little stupid comedy in there, especially about the the religious field. And you're tired of watching us. And you're tired of watching us, which is easily it's, done. It's, it's so it's understandable. Fine. I completely get it. So understandable. <laughs> There's even... room in this world for both of us. <laughs> for sure. For fact, sure. Dylan watches brother. Yeah, Dylan does watch Brother Bailey. That's true. I do. I mm-hmm. do. At least mm-hmm. I, I have to do something. I he keeps me grounded. <laughs> keeps me okay. Straight. We'll go with there. So, so uh, you were going to say something before the break, and I pro- you probably don't remember what it was. No, at this point, we were moving on. That's fine. Okay, good. It's fine. I'm a, so, I, I did find another article, and again, I apologize for not giving you guys this earlier. Um, but, but I've we. It's been a crazy week. Um, so Yahoo uh-huh. put out an article the other day. Hey, a bunch of Yahoos over there. They are. Um, it's okay to yell at strangers who don't wear masks. Okay. This is a, this is just the title and you know what? Let's stop it there. Uh-huh. I don't want to get into the article. I, this is the concept. All right. That is the concept. Yeah, I wanted to use this as a okay. springboard. Wearing masks. Good to yell at people for not doing it. Yay or nay. Start with you, Kerry. We guys jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> or pepper spray them if Pep- they do. Pepper spray, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Beat them with the. At least they'll have their mask on. I guess it won't hurt as bad. Or you know. That's right. true. Oh, if That's they true. do, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you had your mask on, it wouldn't hurt so bad. Care. Oh, oh, no. What was that, Scott? Only if your name is Karen. Ah. ah poor <laughs> Karen. You know, only Karens. That all the videos I. There you go. Yeah, but, I'm a little bit sorry. I think this is a good. I think this is a good thing to talk about because yes. our sides are so separated. Mm-hmm. And again, I would say, and all of my social media is curated right down the middle. Everything I do is curated right down the middle. So I know I get information to everything, even if I disagree with it. Mm-hmm. But the the division on this is crazy. And yes. to me, somewhere between people saying, "Wear your mask, stay at home, never enter the world again." And people saying, I'm going to sneeze in people's face because it's my right to do so, uh-huh. is the actual truth. Yes. And the truth. Somewhere is between that, there, yeah. Somewhere between there. The truth is, it's a medical problem, We're unprecedented. Mm-hmm. We're learning more about it as it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband runs a nursing home, so this has been our lives. Six days a week, he goes and he's trying to keep this virus out. So it, it's real. Yeah. Is, did, did we respond to it the right way? We could have that conversation. Mm-hmm. But I think in terms of the mask, 
I think it's perfectly fine for a store or uh, someone in their home to say, look, in my house, I would feel more comfortable or, or a company because they're owned in our company, in our store. We believe in this policy because they do believe it can spread. And you don't know. It, it started like that because people got on a plane. It just went fast. So you're fine one day until the next day you're not. Masks are a good thing. As someone who my husband runs a nursing home, masks have kept it out for five months. So I but it's funny to me yet again that something like a health care issue like a mask becomes this huge political mm-hmm. thing and suddenly no one cares about health anymore. Right. right. Yep. They just care about the masks. If I may, I'd, I'd like to like define like what a Karen is, because a lot of people, they ask, like, well, what's a Karen? I've heard, heard all these explanations mm. and I w- I'd like to make it as simple as possible. A Karen is an oafish woman. Oafish. 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 Mm. She's an oafish woman. Yeah. Uh, okay. I can I can agree with this. What's, let, let what's, that the ma- what's the male version of a Karen, by the way? Why is the Karen? So Richard, Darryl, Kevin, Darryl. It, it's, it's so <laughs> so likely to have like make a a woman sort of this like it, it's it's like what's the guy? So so douches on both sides. The, oh, the official guy uh, guy version of a Karen is a Richard. That's the official. That's the official. That's the official. Is Richard? It's been um, long standing forever. It's been a while. Five. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that's that. Uh, Carrie, uh, your your thoughts? That's that's right, man. When it, when it comes down to a person's property, whether it's their house or whether it's their business or something like that, that that should be something. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the authority of the person who has the property, because we do have the right to that. Uh-huh. You know? Correct. Uh, we have the right to property, and it's like, look, if you're going to come into my establishment, mask on order. It shouldn't be like a, a state-mandated thing. Um, you know, and of course, you know, people on the other extreme talk about they have the right to sneeze in somebody's face. Uh, no, 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 nobody has the right to do that. You don't I'm have the right to, to intrude. You don't like have the right yeah, to step are. on somebody's pursuit of happiness. So if somebody sneezes in my face, that's definitely intruding well, on my pursuit of happiness. I'm going to be a little upset. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's, um, yeah, you, people have to kind of weigh these balances of freedom that everybody thinks is they're entitled to have you know you can't be stepping on other people's freedoms you know for your so-called mm. enjoyment very very true carrie carrie yes am i answering yay or nay your well, thoughts yeah, yeah whatever you, come on oh okay well you've I been too quiet welcome to the show i know i know that but i'm listening i'm just trying to hear different people's thoughts and i don't think it's okay to yell at strangers who don't wear masks um mm-hmm. But I don't think it's okay to wear or yell at strangers who do wear masks or call them idiots. I think uh-huh. that um, I, if obviously if it's a private home or a private business, if someone wants to require masks, then if you want to go and visit that person or go to that business, then you are going to wear a mask. And if not, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it comes down to. It, people have different comfort levels. Uh-huh. And, Very true. Mm-hmm. Um, and out of kindness for the other person – like we we went to visit family and um, and some other family came and they all popped out of the car with masks on. Mm-hmm. My family didn't have masks on. And we said, would you feel more comfortable if we put masks on? And we were comfortable without them. But if they felt more comfortable with us wearing them, then we absolutely would because it's the do no harm. Why am I going to mm-hmm. do something to Why make not? the yes. other person? Now, if I'm in a business that doesn't require it and someone comes in and they have a mask and they start yelling at me because I don't, mm-hmm. they shouldn't be going in that business. Because, 
it's not required. And, um, and that mm -hmm. is where I'm exercising my right of freedom. Um, I'm not stepping on their toes. They don't have to go into that business. Just like I don't have to go into a business if I don't want to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. but, but so I think it's, it's really looking and seeing about the other person and how are, how are you? And it's not, being a doormat for anyone. It's just being considerate and kind consideration. Now, now devil's devil, devil's advocate. Um, now what up on the other Words side? Words are hard. Because we're saying that we're going to wear a mask to make somebody else comfortable, but isn't there a flip side to that where it's like, okay, what about this person's comfort where it's like, I'm not comfortable wearing a mask. Now you're in puts because a lot of this is driven by fear and it gets down to a point where people are, are forcing other people to live by their fears. Um, you know, with the with the mask on, I was like, I'm hearing it all the time. You see all the hashtags alone together and slow the spread and stuff like that. And I'm not I'm not a scientist. I'm just I'm just putting this out there because, of course, there's going to be different uh, opinions of the science of all of this. We're talking about slowing the spread, slowing the spread. What does that end up doing? That just means that there's still going to be a virus out there waiting for folks. Mm -hmm. So now and right now, I guess hydro hydrochloroquine is, is the big controversy that, you know, uh, is it you know, good? Is it bad? Is it good? Is it bad? Take. Mm -hmm. But now, suppose people are allowed to take this thing, and it does um, um, hinder the, the virus from affecting people as much. Mm -hmm. And if a person does get it, it's treatable and all that sort of stuff. I know people who recover. For, I know people recover for it. I had a nephew who had it. He recovered from it. So now, if the virus is actually introduced to people and it can't jump from person to person, then that in effect starts to cancel out the virus. But if we're talking about just staying in our homes and slowing the spread of it, well, it's just going to still be out there waiting for folks. Yeah. Yes, I I agree with that point as well, Scott. I don't think anybody has a right to go up to anybody else and start yelling in their face. I mean, as a Christian, I believe it in the the uh, theology of loving one another. And that people will know that we belong to God by the love we have for one another. So I wear my mask when I go out. First of all, it's mandated in our in our town. And uh, they passed the mandate and it's, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And it just got extended until August 11th. Mm -hmm. So in, in the community, I am forced right now because of the mandate to wear it. But even if it wasn't mandated, I would wear it when I'm in an environment and and other people are wearing theirs. I would do it out of respect, not yes. because I'm afraid or anything like that. And, you know, even at church, um, we ask that people wear the mask coming in. We do a health check at the door. We ask that they keep the mask on until they get seated by a, a, an usher. And then once they sit down, we give them the option of whether they want to wear the mask or they can take it off at their seat. And we, it's not really so much about like mice is making them feel comfortable. And to me, as a Christian, it, it, that's where it is. It's I, I want people to be comfortable around me, so I'll do it out of respect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But no, so, I don't think anybody has a right to go and start yelling and forcing anybody else to live by your personal convictions. When you start to. forcing your personal convictions on other people, that you're getting into legalism, you're getting into uh, a whole other set of of worms yeah well major major problematic things Dylan. Yeah, see that's 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 the big thing that that people don't have anymore is respect i've 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 told this story before not the story but I've, I've really thought about this and i believe that if if i could somehow do this experiment of taking uh 50 different families from every single walk of life all across the world 
and you break them up into two groups and you put 25 over here and 25 over here. The 25 over here, no requirements of nothing. Y'all just live together in this little area. You, you know, you, you just stay together and be here. And the one over here, the 25 on this side, you turn around and, and again, you could teach whatever religion or lack thereof. You can teach whatever political beliefs or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. You can do anything you want. But in this group over here, you have a fo- the focal point of, of the cornerstone of your family would be respect. Respect for yourself, respect for other people, respect mm-hmm. for everything, respect as a whole. And I would bet dollars to donuts the group over here, especially the children, the next generation, the generation after, would thrive, would grow, would be more... I don't, I don't want to use the word harmonious because that just makes my eye. They'd twitch. be more apt. <laughs> yeah, you could. They, they could get along. You can. You can have the difference, but you have the respect mm-hmm. because, to say, "Okay, I see it this way. You see it this way. Well, then, how do we bring these two pieces together? Instead of over here, where you have, well, this is my way, and this is what I want. Yeah, we, we've sort of forgotten in, in in an era where you can watch what you want when you want, you can see what you want mm-hmm. when you want, you can see your family when you want, you eat when you want, you get food delivered to your house when you want. We have completely forgotten the, the concept of compromise, mm-hmm. that when I talk to someone on the right and they'll say to me, I don't want my freedoms infringed, infringed, I'm like, you're not going to win every time. Mm-hmm. And when the left is like, I want more laws, more uh, guns, you're not going to win every time. Neither If, if, I, if both sides try to win it all, we will all lose. Exactly. And that is what is happening now. Exactly. Both sides, every four years, want to win it all. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. We could easily compromise. What has shocked me, not shocked me, but but really very, very profound moment, is when we have a global crisis or a nationwide crisis, and there were so many unknowns, no one seemed to make any effort to work together. Yep. It was so strange. Yep. I was like, all right, we're all in our homes. We're all afraid. Wouldn't this be the time for Pelosi and Trump to maybe just say unprecedented? It was shocking. Mm-hmm. When death was on the table, they still couldn't figure a way to compromise and work together. Yep. And I was like, if death's not going to do it, I don't know what is. Sadly. <laughs> you know, the thing, the thing is, because we, you know, we talk about respect. And, man, that, that'd be great if we all just respected each other. Mm-hmm. And let's and say if, if we take uh, your analogy of, uh, you know, 25 people over here and 25 people over here. Even those twenty five percent, those twenty five people are going to start to separate into groups. Oh because yeah. Because the thing is, it's respect based on what? Because everybody's going to have a, a a nuance on what respect is, and that's what the whole world is going to come down yeah. to. It's respect based on what? It's showing love based on what? It's this what, whatever our ideas of of morals and what it is to uh, establish a society, it's all going to come down to okay, what are we going to base this on? What yeah. is the standard? And as long as and that's that's why the word of God says, "Hey, we're two or people more and they agree, I am there." Why? Because just two people agreeing on something is practically a flipping miracle. Yeah. So <laughs> the thing is, is that's what's what's the standard of that? And of course, like even with Donald Trump and Nancy Pelosi, like say for me, I guess I'm I'm, I'm would definitely be one of those uh, ideologues because I'm not one who's so much willing to compromise. Because the thing is, it's like, look, if I see that your policy basically leads to oppression and murder, uh, I'm not going to compromise with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to actually do everything I can to fight you. But, so, but what's interesting there, though, is your 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 stance of fighting me is based on where you think my one policy will lead 
which is your and this is what people do they jump way ahead to the worst case scenario and that prevents the compromise i don't i think that whataboutism screws us both both sides no, 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 no. That, it's not that about everyone's jumping, it's 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 actually not about jumping ahead at all it's reflecting on what's happened it's not about a theory about what's coming. It's a, it's about understanding what is art. That's why, as the saying goes, those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. These are patterned. None of these things are new to us. That's why the word of God says there's nothing new under the sun. The word of God is telling you it goes over this over and over again. This is the inclination of human nature. At this point in this year of 2020, there is no excuse for us to not know this. And people do this over and over again. And at some point, it's like, you know what? I'm not going down that road anymore. So that's why I'm like, yeah, compromise, that's what gets a lot of people into trouble. And that's what ends up, it pays the road for tyranny. So when we, I, I, when we talk compromise, yeah, when we talk comp- uh, compromise, let's, let's think about it like this. Because uh, when we talk compromise, and, uh, there, there's a distinct wheel of thought there. You said words matter. It's, words matter. So words matter. <laughs> when, we're, when we're talking about compromise, what, what most people think of, and where I think, uh, Zoe, that's where you're going with it too, is there's a winner and a loser. No, the, the, the compromise is you have two major extremes, right? No. And you're taking away some of the major points of both parts to come to something that's hopefully copacetic for everybody. Yeah. That's what you're trying to do. You're, you're taking away the small portions of each thing that, that, that bring together something, something generally good for everybody. What's happened in today's society, though, where, where I, can, where I hear, hear you're at, Zoe, is um, compromise is no longer that. Compromise is literally, it is exactly what Dylan said, there is a winner, there is a loser. Mm-hmm. And as far as, as far as how society sees it, in a lot of ways, uh, the idea that uh, being that person that says, okay, I'm willing to compromise, you're now the person that says, okay, I'm willing to give up. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's, where, that's where the idea is now, now in place. Yeah. Where it should be is, hey, let's come to the table and let's figure out on the points that we agree Yep, and work toward those goals. Yep, that's yeah, compromise, compromise to me is is the old white professor and the young black uh, professor having a conversation, realizing they only disagreed about one invitation of one person. Exactly. But going into the conversation, saying I'm not willing to give any inch because exactly. I know where you're going to go with this, mm-hmm. we would have never gotten there. Right. Assuming. But when we actually put everything on the table, specific for specific instance for specific instance, they only disagreed about one thing. It's the approach. I agree with you. The idea of compromise has become so weakened and and uh, doormatty, and I, it's a shame because compromise should be we have to negotiate till we find something that really fits in the middle. Yeah, because not it's all... It's going to require people to uh, humble themselves... And uh-huh. give up their pride. And we have developed a nation mm. of spoiled people who only think about them. We have a nation of narcissists where everybody only thinks about themselves. And if you have a different theology or a different way of life that's good for you, but it's infringing upon my rights, mm-hmm. then people are ready to rise up and fight for it, mm-hmm. which I is where I think maybe a lot of that came from the difference of, you know, the race war that's going on right now, where for many years, uh, the black culture felt like they were being suppressed by white people. And now this is their opportunity to rise up And of course, now we see great extremes. You know, I was struggling, Mm -hmm. to be honest. When this all first started, 
I told, because I have a lot of black people in our church. We are a mix of black and white, and we're one of the only churches in our community that is about 50-50 black and white. So I took a strong stand with our black people, and I said, look, I understand you know, that many of you feel, you know, wh what you're going through, you're hurting, you're confused, and, and this is a, a terrible thing. I stand with you, I weep with you, and I mourn with you for what the black community is going through. And in reality, black lives do matter. But then after I said that, I started to learn about what the organization stands for. And I learned that the organization itself does not stand for Black Lives Matter. It stands for mm -hmm. only Black Lives Matter. Right. And I, I've had to come away from that. Um, well, Scott, let me let me require some humility from people to start compromising instead of feeling like they're the only ones who are right. Mm -hmm. And we're going to fight you until you agree with us. And, where is, and the th but the truth mm -hmm. is, it's not really Black Lives Matter at all. What it is is that Black votes matter. That's that's it. what it comes down to. The whole this whole Black Lives Matter movement is once again the Democrat Party using the Black community as it's done for over a hundred years. That's all the Black community is to the Democrat Party is a voter stock, and with Black Lives Matter, we're going to basically stigmatize. America, definitely through the filter of the Republican Party. We're going to see white America through the filter of the Republican Party. We're going to use the Democrats who impose the plight on the black community as it is in the first place are the same party that are using that same plight that they put on them to make sure that the whole country is going to use the black community for sympathy votes for their socialist cause. That's what this stuff is all about. So within the thing about um, uh, Black Lives Matter, all this is, is that it's preying on uh, insecurity that is constantly pumped into the black community. The black community in itself is the most insecure nation, uh, the insecure race of people in the country. This isn't something that, well, I mean, white Democrats started it and then blacks continued on with. They, they clung to the language of this. And so you've got a bunch of, uh, of, unfortunately, blacks out there who are angry about stuff that don't even have anything to do with Trump. But he's a he's a, 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 a scapegoat. He's a whipping post for what it is that they're taking out of because they're angry about a whole bunch of stuff that don't even have anything to do with him. But they need something to channel it against. And I can tell you right now, the black community makes themselves more insecure with each other than anybody else has to do with it. And this stuff is coming out as, as extreme catharsis. And as a matter of fact, it's basically white people who have co-opted it and taken advantage of them and, and using them and are trying to basically start another civil war under the guise of, of a race for it. This is Manson family stuff. Mm. Mm. I, I can't. I can't disagree. With you. Correct. Mm -hmm. I can't disagree with you. Wow. That that again. Wow. And the timing couldn't have been actually any more. <laughs> Zoe's like, <laughs> boom, done. Drop the mic. Okay. And there's the first hour. Holy smokes. Um, I need more coffee. Yeah. Just because I need more coffee. Yeah. Um. Huh. It's guys. I guess Stick around another hour. This, uh, what happened to the hour? It went away. You know what it is. I do. It's 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 Riaz and, and Zoe being on the the far west coast. That has to be. They it. jacked it from us. That, yeah, they, they, they took our hour. <laughs> you took our hour. You can't blame that on us. We're behind you like three hours. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's you why took you're our trying hour. to get That's caught what up. we're saying. You're trying to catch up. This is how this works. <laughs> Maybe a racist, <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. I knew that. Oh I gosh! That. All right, West Coast East Coast. All right, all right, all right. Guys, all right. hang around. There's so much more on another hour coming up. We got a 
Y'all Spot stay. break for commercials and all the rest of it. We're coming back right at the 10 o'clock hour. Hold on. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. That was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. There were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I'm terrible. away. Hey, boo. 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 This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. A conservative GOP congressman who was supposed to be with President Trump on Wednesday has tested positive for COVID-19. When the president flew to Texas for a day trip on Wednesday, Republican Louis Gohmert was not aboard Air Force One. He had been scheduled to fly as a guest of Donald Trump, but Gohmert canceled when he tested positive for the coronavirus, first at the Capitol and then here at the White House. Gohmert has resisted wearing masks and was seen without a face covering at a congressional hearing on Tuesday. White House correspondent Greg Clugston. Meanwhile, during that visit to an oil and gas rig in West Texas, President Trump said the Democrats' Green New Deal would be a disaster for the U.S. energy industry. Their platform calls for mandating zero carbon emissions from power plants by 2035. In other words, no drilling, no fracking, no coal, no shale, no gas, no oil. The Senate has reached an impasse with the next coronavirus relief bill, with each side of the aisle accusing the other of wrongdoing. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer says even Republicans don't like the GOP's virus relief plan. At this point, I'm beginning to wonder who does support the Republican proposal on COVID-19. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says Congress needs to unite to help the nation fight the virus. The coronavirus does not care that we are divided. The coronavirus will not care. If Washington Democrats decide it suits their partisan goals to let relief run dry. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan has issued a travel advisory urging residents to avoid visiting some states with rapidly increasing cases of coronavirus and has also expanded mask wearing requirements. Hogan announced anyone older than five years old will be required to wear a face covering starting at 5 p.m. Eastern time Friday. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 160 points, the Nasdaq rose 140. More on these stories at townhall.com. You know what makes you feel really good about yourself? Doing something good for somebody else. If you'd like to do that today, go to JDRF.org. Join them in the fight against type 1 diabetes. JDRF.org. It's something good you can do for the world. JDRF.org. Jeremy Leahy is on Mojo Five O Radio. Dr. Glass, welcome to Standing Ground. I'm happy to be here. Are you someone that is of the belief that the 25th Amendment should be invoked to move to have him removed from office? I, I am of that belief. Would you consider a United States president who on 13 separate occasions took a 22-year-old intern into a room off the Oval Office to, I'll say it, to receive oral sex, would you find that to be reckless? A person who can't tell the difference between what's real and what he wishes to be true and so keeps repeating it and winds up lying to the public and misleading people. Bill Clinton never lied to the American people and misled them. You know, Jeremy, um, you do want to quibble. In any event, I think we've, we've both agreed that we've reached these. We have. Thank you. Bye-bye. Standing ground with
Jeremy Leahy. <laughs> Saturday nights at 10 Eastern, Wednesdays at 12 noon on Mojo 5 Radio. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them, and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org, m25m.org. December 16th, 1773. And now, what really happened at the Boston Tea Party? What are they doing? They're throwing all the king's tea and coffee to the harbor to protest taxation without representation. Do you think we should stop them? I really like my coffee. Come on, it's not American Pride Roasters. Yeah, that would be a trebuchet mockery. American Pride Roasters, the choice coffee of real American patriots for over 250 years. That's right. Get yours today at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Maynard, bring up the holy hand grenade. One, two, five. Please, up. Three! Arm yourselves, America! This is Defenders Live! Two. Second hour. This is weird. I weird. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's fine though. We haven't. No, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So uh, when you last uh, last heard us, we were we were going over the conversation. Zoe uh, dropped a bomb, and yeah. uh, Riaz has has come out and says that he he would like to respond. And then we have some uh, some Carrie Malinek who would like to respond. So let's get to it. Yeah, I I would say I don't. I really don't disagree with a lot of what. Zoe said. And being a liberal, I don't disagree with a lot of it in terms of specifically the politicization of it. Mm-hmm. Like when I was driving down Ventura Boulevard in LA, all of the, when during the riots, all of the, the windows were boarded up and they all had BLM, BLM, BLM. And I, and it really bothered me because I thought BLM donates to Democratic candidates. Mm-hmm. Why is it that they're saying, please, please know I'm an ally with you and your party? As opposed to, that really, really didn't sit well with me. That being said, I think I hear a lot of conversations about BLM's manifesto, the Marxist ideology. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone, and I mean this, on the left that I reasonably talked to who wants BLM necessarily in any sort of political role. Yeah. To me, what BLM should be doing, and I believe was does do to a degree and maybe should do more of that, is focus on actually grassroots stuff to move the community forward. Yeah. I do like there being conservative approaches for the black community to problems. I think there's been a real problem that that Democrats are the ones who can solve pro- poverty. They're the only ones who care. And I think the idea of conservative solutions is very interesting to me. What, again, I want to do is, again, say I don't disagree with Zoe. I want to shift perspective to say don't let just the BLM Democratic Marxist thing take away from what I think is important in this moment. Yeah. People learned about the Tulsa massacre, a real thing no one knew about. There are good mm-hmm. things out of this moment. Do not dismiss it entirely because of BLM's role in it. That's what I would that's what I would pitch. But as for your assessment of BLM, I don't necessarily disagree with you, sir. 
right on, right on. <laughs> and really quick, see that's that's another good thing to to, to uh, bring up. Also, uh, if we're talking about the uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. If we're talking about uh, Black Wall Street. See, folks should know because they they have invoked this event in history. Um, this happened where the Democrat Party was a hotbed, and uh, it was the Democrat Party that came in and leveled Black Wall Street. It was the KKK, the terrorist yep. arm of the Democrat Party that came in. And right now, yep. Black Lives Matter is another quasi-terrorist movement and it, it's it's so funny man because i i would um when i would talk about this i would have the afrocentrics coming after me and saying you don't ever have anything to say about what white folks are doing so you know and it's like okay so you want me to call out white people for antifa and uh and for uh blm and stuff like that well if you want me to associate white people with this evil then you have to acknowledge that it is actually evil Right. Right. And so right now you are actually running side by side with white people out there who are destroying your neighborhoods. And who do these people vote for? They vote for Democrats. So mm. right now you're enabling these people to come out there and destroy your communities while invoking your butthurt about people in Tulsa, Oklahoma, destroying Black Wall Street. It's the same party. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Carrie. Well, OK, so I'm not going to quite comment exactly how you know on what he said but okay i do want to kind of pull it back for a second right and um and Thank look you. at the the broader picture of this mm -hmm. and you know when riaz had said how you know we have this global crisis this unknown virus death could be on the doorstep and you would think that that would be the one time that people could work together or like zoe was saying with um with you know white people coming in to destroy neighborhoods with black people mm -hmm. and you know and that's it, it's just insane i mean there's no reason that a neighborhood should be destroyed and businesses looted um but i think that the the bigger problem is that everything gets made into a major political issue where if hydroxychloroquine works and that helps why don't we use it why don't we mm -hmm. have it because this politician said it's good. Well, then no one can have it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. what? Yeah. what? I had a, I had an argument with a doctor last night that went on till midnight about this. And I finally said, just admit, after they went around and around and around, you don't want it to work because he said it would. Mm -hmm. And she said, I guess that's true. And I'm like, that to me is everything. Yep. You are a doctor. And you are saying to me that in your heart, you're hoping it doesn't prove well in clinical trials because you don't want him to be right yeah correct. that's where we went we we'd only jumped over the shark but the shark was like what the hell was that yeah, yeah. thank you thank you for exactly. that thank you for that reference yes that's thank you very well, good very well done yes very good very good but it's but yeah that's exactly the problem that we have made you know and and this kind of goes back to what zoe was saying earlier with um i think it was so maybe it was you scott but what ha, what's at the root cause of this like or what is the the moral based on or founded on mm -hmm. and you know whether i mean riaz you should be founding your principles as a muslim on the muslim faith right and i mean you and i could have a <clears throat> theological discussion some other time but <laughs> 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 oh um, darn dang <laughs> but um you know what is the grounding and across the board a lot of people have made politics their number one their go-to but yep. that's not 
founded in anything necessarily. And so we've made politics an idol to where you're speaking with a doctor that her politics have been idolized to where that she is not honestly giving the most care and concern for her human patients Mm -hmm. because of her political disagreements with a person. To be clear, she did say, she said to me, because she's an amazing doctor, she said, I would do whatever turns out to be best. I just don't want it to be right. And I said, well, we want every possible solution to be examined equally. Your bias is that you hope it doesn't work, whereas that's a weird thing for you to be doing as a doctor in your mind. You Mm -hmm. should be rooting for it to work. But she would give whatever. But but to me, it's that sort of knee-jerk reaction of how did it get into the doctor's office? How the hell did this political thing in the DNC and the RNC, yeah. big government and big trust and ph- pharmaceutical companies, how did that end up in the dynamic between the patient and the doctor? Because yeah. politics. Yes. Scott. Because money. Money yeah, talks. Money in politics. Money, money and votes. Yep. Uh-huh. Money is votes. You know, we can sit here and argue all night long about the politics, about masks, about the extreme sides, Black Lives Matter. And all of these things are really just the surface uh, masks, basically, pardon the pun, uh, of a deeper Mm -hmm. problem that goes much, much deeper that a lot of people are kind of uh, not even realizing. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a spiritual war. Yes. As a Christian... I, I, I've been reading about these days and the word of God for, for years. I have warned family and friends and said, these are the things that are going to happen. You know, and, and what we're seeing is basically the results of a nation. That these are the consequences of a nation that is turning away from God. God's absolute truth has been traded in for absolute truth. And to give you a perfect example, science and biology will prove that there are only two genders, male and female. But now we've got people that are exchanging this absolute truth for a relative truth. And now we've got teachers in school teaching that there are 70 different genders and it's based on whatever you feel. However you feel for today. So we are taking absolute truth completely out of the Mm. picture. Everybody's redefining their own truth Mm. based on what they feel. And now they're fighting and ready to kill and murder for it. Well, here, let me let me let me jump on this for a second. Because if we're talking about God's truth and we're talking about a Christian truth, I came up against that argument most of my life when it came to marriage that a truth was it was between a man and a woman. And I totally get that because I went to Christian schools. But that was a that was a universal truth that I believe had to be bent. And I've talked to many of my, my, my Christian friends, many who are ministers, and said, I am so sorry that that absolute truth in your Bible had to bend for me to have my children. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it, it, but I felt it, it did. And if I look at it backwards, it did. In a similar way, I think you're right. It is a spiritual problem. I think you're absolutely right that there's a humanity that's lost in all of this. I'm with you. But I want to be careful that when you're talking about a specific word and words that are defined by a Christian faith, that we, we can adjust it that much. And then you include all of us. You know, it's just sometimes these words that we get caught up on can, can become the whole thing that tears us apart. Like marriage is a mm-hmm. perfect example to me of something that got bent that was a universal truth. That's something that did get bent. Right. If, 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 if I may, um, it wouldn't, God wouldn't be a God <clears throat> and God who actually is the law. 
um, he, if, if, if God's law, God himself was bendable, then he wouldn't be a God. God doesn't bend to us. We bend to him. So I serve a God that is unbending. I serve a God who is standard and fixed. His law and his personality and his, his ways of things do not change. If they, if they were, the whole universe would fall apart. He is the one who laid the foundations of the universe. His law, whether morally or whether physically, they do not change. Um, you know, with with uh, and, and and of course the the, the dialogue here is uh, you know we're we're talking about how this is affected in the black uh, the black community, how the how COVID and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, I I don't want to like you know be part of like spinning this into a, a theological uh, discussion concerning uh, discussion. That is okay. Uh, this is a full uh, tangent. And, and this is tangent full zone. Yeah. Tangent full zone. Go ahead. We're good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we're we're fine in here. You know, yeah, we don't want to step on any toes or anything like that. But you know, um, or at the do same we? Time, you know, if iron's going to sharpen iron, then let's you know, then let's do it. Um, <clears throat> you know, but you know, people do try to say they want to leave poli- politics out of this whole thing, and even with the church, the church is guilty of this, and trying to say that well, you know, um, God is above politics, and God is neither a Republican or a Democrat, and all that sort of stuff. The church has done itself. The house of worship, uh, whatever whatever we want to call it, has done itself a great disservice. Because the thing is, God is the very first policy writer. That's mm-hmm. what God does. He's the law. He writes policy. And when you have God in the Garden of Eden says, yo, this is my policy. You can have all this if you don't do this. Yeah. And here comes the devil saying, actually, did God really say that? Well, I got another policy for you. Well, now guess what we got? We got politics. It's always been a spiritual issue. We ain't going to take politics out of it until the Lord himself comes back to rule with an iron scepter. That's not going to stop. We're subject to injury. We're, su- we're subject to decay. So mm-hmm. this whole thing is going to start going downhill. But the thing is, praise be to God, that he has given the heads up on this. And while this whole thing falls apart, he says, you can cling to me and I'll pull you out of it. So right now, our job is to report and say, hey, man, you do not want to be on the business end of his wrath when this stuff goes down. So hey, politics unfortunately, is is something that we're just going to have to deal with. I get that we have politics, that we have to deal with it, but when politics politics take precedent over everything, everything. in our lives right. and it becomes an idol and it becomes the first go-to, because there are people that would go to Twitter or go to Facebook or go to TikTok or whatever it is before they would go to the Bible. That's or right. That's, and that's a problem. You're... Amen. Amen. We can't get away from politics, but we also can't let it rule everything. I, I, when I was in D.C., I spent a lot of time meeting senators and congressmen and lobbyists because I was there, and I thought, why not get to know them and who they are and what they do? Mm -hmm, And I mm -hmm. was sitting with a very prominent lobbyist in D.C., and I asked her a multiple choice question because I said, I want this on the record because I'm going to repeat this. Does an angry population make you more money? A, yes, B, no, C, it's more complicated than that. And she was like, absolutely A, absolutely A, without a doubt. Same thing with CNN, same things with networks. The angrier you are, the more you tune in. The more you think your life is at risk, the more you tune in. So you've got politics and media pushing the same thing as the more angry, scared you are, the more they physically make moolah. So it is not a system that will go any other way unless we choose to pull ourselves out of it and say, oh, I spend 10 minutes, I spend 15 minutes. It's going to come at you faster and faster and with more force until you say, I'm going to step back from it. That is very true. That is very true. And what, what going back to the idea, so we had uh, the very first part of the conversation, how it came about. Um, when, you're, when you're talking about 
once again, words matter, right? So when we're <laughs> talking, death is in the power of the tongue, man. That's, that's what the it. word God says. That's it. So words matter. Gender is a made up construct. Our original, our original term for gender was sex, because you can Correct. sex anything. Correct. You can have a, they have a sex. We have a male and female sex. Sex, that is the term. So when you talk about gender, gender was a made-up construct brought, out, brought about by a doctor who decided that he was going to uh, flip the understanding uh, with, uh, with twins. That was where the, the problem with the twins, one of them had a, uh, a whoopsie. Um, during uh, during the birth process, and uh, got things a little snipped a little bit too close. Little and this coming. guy thought that he was uh, he was going to train this boy to be a girl, and said, "Don't worry about it. It's gendered. It's a gendered issue. Um, we're we're going to teach this person a gender, and they will understand it." Turned out that mm. was not a good idea. That person uh, became violent as they grew older, mm-hmm. um, rebelled against the whole idea. Once they found out that they were actually a man, um, they not only lived as a man, but they also were uh, extremely, extremely violent. Also had uh, major depression issues, <clears throat> uh, drug habit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when, you, when you confuse words and you confuse language... And you change and substitute the words that we start out with and the words that we understand to make it so it's easier for you to manipulate people. That's when the arguments really occur. Yeah. Because we can all agree that there are two sexes. Mm-hmm. There are only two sexes. And I don't care if you're transitioning or anything else. You are, trans- you are trying to transition to the appearance of one or the other sex. Mm-hmm. That is it. There is no well, in unless you're that dragon lady. Unless you're the, the, the <laughs> that's not really that's a whole different thing. I know, but or the unless, tiger guy, the tiger guy, or the tiger guy. The thing is, is once again, man, this and, and God knows all this. Sort that's why God made the very remedial statement in the very beginning because He knows that we're going to try to mess this up. We're going to yeah. try to seek our own truth in this. But He made this very remedial statement. I made man and woman. I made them male and female. I created them. Right. God makes this very basic statement, and what do we try to do? Try to tell God that he's a liar, yeah. right? Try to mm-hmm. shift what he has coded himself. It's like, man, I coded this. Yep. So right now in this day, we're watching people actually try to change this very basic truth about us. That was right. that was said from the beginning. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. When you, when you were talking about the story of the, the gendered and raised as a male and became violent in depression and all, a part of me went to, I think that's exactly, I think that's exactly how someone who feels that they are born in the wrong gender feels, is that they're forced to live a life. Now, again, I do, I agree with you when it comes to sex and gender. And I had a long conversation with someone who was trans, where that they said that they really wanted, this was in England, they really wanted their birth certificate to be changed to their new gender. And I said, I come from a family of 300 years of doctors. You need medically for the records to reflect you were born a female, even if you change it. Mm-hmm. You came out a female. That you cannot change that truth medically. Yeah. So I'm willing to meet you on on what they want and what they don't want. But to me, being gay, being brought up in a society that was not gay friendly in the 70s and 80s and early Understood. 90s, yeah. Yeah. I it it is a thing that you're like. And and when Zoe says God did write his his manifest, he wrote it on my soul, and his soul was you are this person, and you will love who I tell you to love. And I fought it and fought it and fought it my whole life until finally society said. 
no, you're not a demon and you shouldn't be put in jail and you shouldn't be made fun of. You actually are allowed to have children and they're quite cute. You should see them. But <laughs> they are. They are really, very cute kids. There needs to be in, in all of your paradigms, there is the truth of kindness and compassion and the stuff that Carrie was saying. And then there is what is the word that has come down and written down by man. And to me, gender is one of those words that if someone wants to say I'm one of the 77 genders or whatever, that's their choice. But medically, you are sex, male or female or hemorrhaphrodite if you want to. But there needs to be, as someone who's lived their life in a society where in every way I was outside, every way I was fringe, there needs to be adaption within reason to acknowledge that the world now in 2020 is not the same as it was in 17 or 1620 when Plymouth Rock landed. Yes. You know, you really, there's going to be some level of adjustment to that. I don't want to change the fundamental tenets of your religion, nor should you change mine. But in terms of how we engage in society, I need a certificate legally that says I can be married. So my kids can be looked after by me. Yeah. Well, if, if I may, uh, you know, in terms of what, what a God writes on a person's soul or, or how he codes us, um, that would be, if I may, that would be a gross case of entrapment uh, on God's part. If I say, like, say, for instance, now, let me say this really quick. A person born gay, because a lot of people in the church, you know, let's say that a, a person who's gay uh, chooses to be that way. They're not born that way. I totally disagree. If a person is born gay, they are definitely born gay. And the reason why I say that is because we're all born sinners. That's the thing about it. So we're all born. We're actually all born murderers. We're all born thieves. We're all born adulterers. We're all born to dishonor our parents. We're all born even a little gay. Right. So that's the thing about it. Now, the problem is, is that we have a choice of whether we're going to go with these things or not. I can't go and commit murder and say that God told me to do it. I can't go and steal from people and tell and say that God told me to do it. Nor can I go and cheat on my wife or exercise anything I de- that, that I feel uh, is sexually pleasurable and say that God is OK with it because he wrote that on my heart. I can't blame God for that. That's a responsibility that I have to take on myself. And then from there, I'm ac- I'm accountable to my high priest and king, Yeshua, who says, uh, no, I never told you that it's okay to do any of those things. Matter of fact, it's written in my word. These people who do these things will not inherit my kingdom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's a that's a responsibility that one has to take for themselves. And it's, it's really not fair to say that God made us to do something that he has clearly said. Your argument is, is your, your argument is absolutely true to you. Yeah, I, I, well, no, no, that's I'm actually <laughs> citing what's written. Uh, it's acceptable to me. Yes, I have a different I have a different book. I have a different book. When we have these conversations, you and I are equal citizens. Your God and your book cannot have jurisdiction over mine and my book. If we're sure. going to live as equal, you can say you were born gay and part of it. We're all sinners. You can kill. You can murder. You can rape. You Riaz, can cuddle with your husband. It's all sin. But you should resist that sin and that temptation. I'm which saying to you that is that works for you. Which book are you referring to? I mean the Quran. Oh, Quran. But but, but yeah, even that, the Quran itself is crazy outdated in a lot of ways. Well, I was so, going to so, ask. So why follow? That, why why follow Quran a book that's being outdated? But doesn't the Quran also state that homosexuality is a sin? Yes. And when I just went to Saudi Arabia for the fifth time in the past two years for a project. Every single person there knows I'm gay. Every single person there knows my husband. So they're adapting as well. I went to a lovely gay coffee house in Saudi Arabia and met a lot of other people. So they are adapting as well. I got you. Now, but now I would ask. I would ask this. Like, say for me, um, as as I <laughs> deem the Bible to be truth, and that's that's a truth that I've accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the reason why I do accept it is because there is not one thing I would change about it. And I understand that when the Lord says that he is the Alpha and Omega and he, see, and he sees the beginning from the end, he knows how this whole thing is going to play out. I believe the Bible from cover to cover. I don't believe it's an archaic book. I know that the word of God stands today and it'll be the first and the last word. I believe that totally. But That's awesome for you. But, now, but according to you, you just said that the, the, the Al-Quran is outdated. Why follow a religion that you don't fully agree with? But I... Because it's such a it's such a personal question. It would sure. be like me asking you, like, why do you believe and love what you love? How are you going to possibly answer that question? To I me, can. okay, why do you love what, why do you love what you love? Which one? Well, why do you well, love what you love? I, okay, I love God first, right? So, mm -hmm. as the word says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and strength. Now. I can explain that to you now if the if the if the explanation isn't acceptable that's that I I can totally understand that. However, I can attempt to actually explain it to you. Why? Because the start because when you, the word of God says that all that you see above you proclaims his heavenly glory. God is his work is so unique and it's so powerful. He doesn't even need a signature for it. All right, it's 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 done. Who else can do it? Who else can code you? When we look at the design of what God has created, who can code all that? Who can who can manufacture all that? Nobody can duplicate that. So when I look at that and I look at his word, not only the laws that, that maintain our universe, when I look at his moral law and how perfect it is, I'm saying, yes, God, you are worthy. You are worthy of love. And the fact that he came and was so strong in his love for us that he basically choked death out in his own house and walked back over his body to come back for us as he loves us, he is definitely worth my life. We'll get back to this right after the commercial break. Hold on with us, guys. Here's important new information from the Diabetes Solution Center for you, a family member, or a loved one suffering with diabetes. If you have lost your provider or if you need a provider for diabetic supplies, you may qualify to receive your diabetic testing supplies now with little or no out-of-pocket cost, regardless of your age. All you need is Medicare or private insurance to be potentially eligible. Call the Diabetes Solution Center right now for details. Just takes a couple of minutes. Our friendly, knowledgeable agents will give you free, no obligation information, handle all the insurance paperwork, and make sure your supplies are delivered directly to your door for free. Call U.S. Medical Supply 24 hours a day. 800-597-9323. Call right now. 800-597-9323. Did you see that uh, Stevie was funny? You brought him up that uh, he in L.A. He just uh, bought a brand new house. It's like a three story mansion. Have you seen it? No, neither is he. That's a blind joke. <laughs> Welcome to hell. My name's Brad. <laughs> Satan will be right with you. <laughs> Weekdays, 8 Eastern. If we weren't so bad, we wouldn't be so good. Mojo 5 -0. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. 
That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Yeah, we're there. Almost done. Jeez, look at Holy that! Smokes, it went fast. Oh yeah, it did. Hold so, on, hold on, hold on. We're having a sound issue over on the over on the Skypes. Yeah, I noticed that. Uh oh. Yeah, nobody is making a sound. Nobody's making a sound on the Skype. I think it's because. Maybe so, so. It, if you're watching on the on the videos, yep, yep, yep. Um, Riaz had to to depart. Yep. Um The the joy of being on the on the West Coast means that uh, he's. They're several hours behind us. Right. Um, it's dinner time there. Yeah, yeah. And literally, the kids are in the car. Mm-hmm. You know, the family's in the van waiting for him to finish, to come out. To go eat. To go eat. To have food. And he was going to stay. And when we realized mm-hmm. that literally the children and everybody was in the car, we're like, um, go, go get going, go, go get food. You're not hurting. What is feelings. wrong with you? Why are yeah. you still here? Why are you still here? We could have cut this off in an hour and just brought everybody back at another time, which we'll do again anyway. Yeah. 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 We're going to do that. But, um, uh, but yes. So, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's, that's why. And so now Everybody is. We cannot hear anyone. I can't on, hear a single thing off of anybody. We can see everybody's mouth moving, yeah. But when they speak, yeah. See, like everybody's there. Everybody's there. Everything's there. And, and you know what's going to bug me? Right. We're gonna. I have a bad feeling because he left. No, no. Because mm-hmm. it's not registering at all. Yep. It's not registering at because he you left. You have a bad feeling that it cut everybody else. It off. It cut everybody else off, all which right, is what's going to have to happen. Is now we're going to have to shut it down with everybody and call everybody. That, I know, can't do it, no. but we can't have a panel of, of people on that nobody who, can hear. Who can't be heard? They can't uh, mime it. Yeah. Well, you know, miming is you know altogether. <laughs> I mean, I, I <laughs> it would be a funny show, mm-hmm. but this is radio. I can see Scott. Scott is miming. Is Don't mime, mime Scott. Don't. He's going to. He's gonna start doing the 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 uh, the, mm-hmm. the sprinkler, the sprinkler. Yep. So that's the thing. All right. So I'm gonna kick it off real quick, and uh, I'm gonna pull everybody back in. Hold on. Okay. So yeah. Every- Boom. There we go. Oh darn. And then that. everybody go through, and we're gonna do this number here. And <laughs> gotta love doing this on the fly. On this the fly. Is- we're doing this on the fly, everybody. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. We had the Skypes. Nothing but professionalism. All over here. That's right. Fan That's what we're doing. Testimical. So we're going to do that. I'm going to join back the call, see if this works. <laughs> we're going to try. We're going to make this work. I hope it... What? Now it's not doing anything. I don't think it's going to work. Oh, no. Yep. I think we're just going to kill everybody. Nope. We're going to get there. Anyway, while I'm doing this, you tell everybody about some coffee. I like coffee. Because we need coffee. You didn't make enough coffee. I, I made enough coffee. No, there's too many people drinking it. That's what it is. That's what it I is. Need to, we need to bring a, I need to bring a second coffee pot over here. Uh, yes, go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. 
AmericanPrideRoasters.com is where you can go to get historically we'll great coffee. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's everybody. There they are. Can you, can you hear us? Yes, yes, we can now. We that can now. We could Reboot. hear everyone, and we could see everyone, and we yeah. were so we were still talking. Yeah, we know. That's fine. We yeah. know. It's well, just our side. It, well, because we're the ones hosting it, we're the ones throwing it out. It, it, it when screwed it everybody messed up, up on, us. on our end. Mm. It shut everything down on our end. Anyway, but we're talking about coffee. Yeah, since coffee. we had to wait for you guys. No, we, you, you had to wait for me. Well, yeah, so I was. Yeah. I apologize. I apologize, but we're talking about coffee. American Pride Roasters. American coffee. Pride Roasters, yeah. Go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com mm-hmm. for historically great coffee. If you haven't tried American Pride Roasters and you're a coffee drinker, um, something is terribly wrong or you've just never been introduced to it. American yeah. Pride Roasters is literally the best tasting coffee I've ever had in yes. my mouth. Mine too. Mine too. Ever. It's uh, bar none. I, and I've, I've had coffee. I've had coffee all 34 over. Years, uh, 34 years of life, I've been drinking coffee since I was like four. Yeah. So. I've been all over the world and have had every variation of coffee. And you've every been way. everywhere, Co- man. I've been everywhere. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I can tell you that I have never had a cup of coffee like mm. American Pride Roasters. Yes. Like I will not drink anything the rest of my I God forbid something happened to DM. Oh gosh! And it no longer exists. I, I, I'd be very sad. It'd be a very sad day. It will kick me into the levels of depression that no man has ever escaped. Because from. you know that the the coffee supply will just dwindle away. Oh, see if I even think for a second that it's going to be. I'm going to have to start hoarding it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to make an extra order and just kind of tuck a single bag away and just. This is for later. Freeze it away because this is. I'm going to get a freeze dryer just so I can freeze dry the coffee. I was just thinking freeze dry it. That'd be good. Anyway, go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com uh-huh. for historically great coffee. coffee. Check back there. So. Uh, back to it. Uh, we we still have uh, the Zoe. We have the Scott Green. We have the Carrie Malinek. Um, obviously, like we said, Riaz had to leave. It's not that he he didn't want to finish the conversation. Yeah, he it, did. He, he just happens did. to have uh, two very hungry children in a van waiting for him. Yeah, and yeah. I wasn't going to stop him. So, and, like you said, that's the joy of being in in California. Is it makes it so much uh, easier to uh, interrupt someone's dinner. Right. With our show. Because it's a show. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. It's just how But it we is. can still make this, this happen. And, and the mm-hmm. joy of it is go, I, I've been kind of holding this off for a little bit. And I w- wish Riaz would have been here for this. But Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. The, the joy, no, no, I was going to say, the, the, the joy of all this is whether you are like Riaz and, you know, believe the Muslim faith or whether you're, you know, you're a Christian or whether you are, I don't know, you worship the giant spaghetti monster or whatever. Um, <laughs> I'll go giant spaghetti monster the, 5,000 Alex there you go there you go something there's the, sounds good no yeah it does <laughs> there's something the one thing that separates us everybody on on this current platform at the moment and 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 these younger generations especially is the fact that we have albeit different we kind of have a cornerstone mm-hmm. we have a spot that that we we can start from like and 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 we have you know a compass we have you know our north star we have you know something even if it's different from each other we all have something that is not self centered it's right. not self created mm-hmm. it we we believe in a higher faith or a higher power and 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 we we are following that and not chasing after our own desires in our own i mean we and we fail every day but you know 
as opposed to a lot of these other people, and, and Ria has touched on it earlier, mm-hmm. is everything is now. It's instant gratification. It's yep. got to happen right now, right this second. Okay. This is the only way this is going to work. You know, I, it's my money, and I want it now. Yes. You know, um, and 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 it's it's really hard to get. It's really hard to navigate through life when you have no anchor. Yeah, you know. Whereas, as as if you have faith in something, and, and again, that's that's one of the reasons why we had Riaz on as well, is because he is Muslim. You know, we don't agree theologically. Nope. At all. Nope. But. The man has a principle. He follows a principle. Mm-hmm. Now, it it looks different from what I have, but he has that, which is far better than what a lot of these people have nowadays. Right. You know what I mean? And that's, uh, that's, that's to say the least of it. Yeah. I mean, uh, obviously, he follows a principle, but like we were going through, for him... It's different than what the principle of the actual uh, of of his religion teaches. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, if if we had on our show um, liberal theology. Oh God, we would not dis- We would not agree with them on pretty much anything, Mm-mm. even though we have the same basis of understanding. Yeah. But that being said, we'd still need to respect the idea that they do have some sort of foundation, some sort of basis. Yeah. That they start with. At least we can all agree that there is a God. Yeah. You know, that's the firm foundation that we believe that it is, there is a God. Oh, we may not believe that it is the exact same person. Exactly. We may not believe that it is the same being, but we believe that there is a God. We can talk about the details later. At least now we can start from there is a God, there is a point of reference, there is a firm foundation and footing to where we can start the conversation. Yeah, there's a starting point. Right. Which a lot of people there's aren't even looking for. There's a foundation for us to fight on. No, I'm playing. That's, That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> well, no, it's close. That's also true. Put up the rings and okay. She has a starting point that I think a lot of people, uh, even those who have claimed to have a faith in something, they've drifted away from. And I go back to what I said earlier. I think that what we're seeing in our in America are the consequences of a nation that's turned away from that start, yep. turned away from their faith in God, turned away from his truth. You know, he, he has told us, you know, just like with Israel, he told Israel, I will bless you if you follow this, you know, follow my commands, follow me, uh, do this, and I will bless you. I will watch over you. I will protect you. But if you drift away, these are the consequences. These are the things that are going to happen to you. And I think that what we're seeing in America is uh, people turning away from him, and we're getting those consequences. We're seeing people who are almost basically being turned over to a depraved mind. And now there is a complete godlessness. There is lawlessness Mm -hmm. that is rising up and a spirit of evil in this nation. And as a Christian, I believe that God is trying to give a message to the church right now. There is judgment. There is judgment coming as a result of this nation's sin against his word. And yet, out of the kindness, mercy, and grace, the heart of God, he is still reaching out to his church, his children, his people. And he is warning us right now that if we will come back to him and get back under his hand of protection, that we can still claim his promises 
claim his truth that will watch over us and protect us while the rest of the nation goes through the consequences of their sin, which is judgment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and, and uh, also, I think it goes for all of us, you know, it's, um, with, with questioning, um, with the questions between um, Riaz and, and, and us, uh, in, in talking about a book that you would follow, hey, we, we pose the same thing to Christians too. Because yeah. you, you got a lot of Christians out there that feel like they don't have to follow everything that God said. You right. know, they, yeah. they, they'll even say that the, the word is outdated and it could use an update and all that sort of stuff. And they don't follow the word of God to the letter either. So some only even just only read the New Testament. They don't even read the Old Testament. And I ask the same question. Why would you follow Christ if you're not going to abide by everything that he says mm -hmm. or decides uh, uh, decide or decipher sin on your own terms where mm -hmm. you can make up what sin and what isn't. You know, so even for Christians, you know, I, I would ask the same question. I would pose the same scrutiny. And um, so definitely not a one of those. We're, we're definitely not judging, just simply asking the question. Right. And the only thing that we can do is just report truth. And it, it's not a thing of where it's it's our truth. Be, there, there can't there can't be your truth versus my truth or anything like that. There's only one truth. That's logical. All right. Yeah. Two plus two is it is four. Right. But two plus two is four. That's only Not one truth. Nah, yeah, right? Common core is ruining that. Common core or something like that is going to say that, well, my truth says that you can do it. Like and It's like, no, man, there's only one truth. Mm hmm. But heads on this until the Lord vindicates his word and says, yep. hey. This is what my word says. You yep. with it or you're not. And and sadly, you're gonna have a lot of people that says that man, I ain't with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but that's the truth. It is. It you're is. right. I've got a question I want to ask y'all. Um, do y'all see the events that are happening in our nation right now? Do y'all foresee these things getting worse as we draw closer to this election? Oh yes. Oh god, yeah. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The only thing that I so I see it happening, getting worse and worse, and uh, eventually we'll have the election. Mm -hmm. And it'll take until the beginning of the year if the right person wins socially, I, the right person you know, gets elected. I, I'm at a point where I think no matter who wins, we're still going to see an uprisal uh, of, of rebellion regardless of who wins. Well, yeah, I, and I, I think you might be right on that point, um, especially when you consider uh, Joe Biden being a piece of deadwood. Yeah. That man, don't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started on that. I, that's the thing about the uh, – I don't even know how to start this. Cause Go. I mean, Joe Biden, it's not even funny. It's like – it's sad. It's abusive. I did see that video. Did you? I did watch it. Creepy, isn't it? I it doesn't matter what his politics are. It, it is cruel to yes. keep him going. He clearly has. He is a very something. creepy I, man. I think a lot of that is, uh, you know, it's it's a show. It's a front or a bluff that they're keeping Joe Biden out there while they're bluffing with Joe Biden. Um, they're causing serious chaos to basically mm -hmm. make it. They're, they're, they're just throwing everything to make it look like when Biden can't debate. It'll because be because this happened, not because Biden is just not able to do it. Right. Yeah. Right. They know that Biden will not be able to handle it. He, we're seeing him crack under the pressure now. And mm. that's why they are lining up the VP to take control as soon as that VP is, is able to. They can remove Biden out of if, if he's the puppet for whoever they want to bring in under. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a reason why he's still considered the presumptive yeah. nominee. Yeah. Y'all, when, do you think that they're kind of? Sh- I'm sorry, man. I, I was just no, going to say, do you think they're shooting themselves in the foot with this? Because I think um, they they were bagging on Trump just a little while ago for wearing a mask, right? And it's like, oh, he's finally waking up. And he's seeing the light, and he's wearing a mask. It's like, okay, well, if if wearing the mask is this really good thing, well, then that means that there shouldn't be a problem with people going to vote in person. And if you guys yep. get that vaccine that you say that we should have, that you, I know that you guys are going to try to force on us, well, then that means that this vaccine comes before ele- the election. That means that, once again, there shouldn't be a problem with people getting out there and voting in person. We're not doing these mail-in votes. So mm-hmm. are they shooting themselves in the foot by trying, but while, while trying to be so totalitarian with us? Well, they are. They are. They're, yeah. What they're doing is they're causing, they're causing two things. One, their own people aren't going to go out. No. Mm, no. And the people that are out are the people that are already out in droves yep. in the middle of middle of the streets rioting. They're not going to vote. These are not people that are going to vote. Half of them aren't even voting age yet. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, and that's why they want <laughs> the mail-in. That's why they want the mail-in, so that way they can turn around and— And lie. And, well, there's that. And like you said, they're not, their regular voters are not going to actually physically get out there. And so because they're not going to get out there, they have to be able to, you know— get the vote in somehow right so you mix that with the 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 ability to obviously corrupt it Mm -hmm. bob's your uncle susan's your aunt you mail it in and you're good (laughs) all good to go right it's just i uh, it is it's a it's a problematic source because what what you find is these people are trying to control the narrative so much and it's it's partial partially the media uh partially uh the democrat party also, the Republican Party. There are a bunch of people in the yes. Republican Party that are yes. doing the same the same crap, and it's uh, it's upsetting, and it's why I don't distinctly say that I'm a Republican. Yeah, I don't because either. I can't I, I can't say that I associate with somebody that uh, that does that sort of okay. sort of mess. Yeah, well, and I've I've always been just I, I've always been anti party. Period. Yeah, that's probably a good idea because and that's in everything because you're not going to find it's just, and the same thing goes with and and, and it's a little bit easier and at the moment you know with with all of us allegedly professing christians here in this in this room currently it's um, now really easy we can breathe a sigh of relief no that's not what i'm saying (laughs) but it makes it a little bit easier so every single one of us has got a different well except maybe me and steven but that's a little different but like i think every one of us we we have the same common thing we have the same starting point but i think each one of us kind of has a different denomination that we're kind of attached to the well, thing about it is, I'd say that we're pretty close to to Zoe in that range, probably. But my point still stands: is is we're still a little bit different. You have your Episcopals, you have your Catholics, you have your well, Catholic wouldn't count as Protestant, but you get my point. You know, Episcopals and 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 and, and Methodists mm-hmm. and Baptists, Baptists and, and yeah, Calvinists right, and Wesleyans and all this. I mean, we could break the it lists. down. And there's always something. There were sects that would break off from other ones because, well, they didn't quite agree at this point. You know, I found out that, that you, you got to make sure you pronounce your words. I know. That's why I said sects. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, like, like, and I, and I know it goes much deeper than this, but one of the the most obvious thing that separates, say, a Presbyterian from a Baptist is that a Presbyterian will do the uh, will do a, a baby baptismal, and Baptists don't. Baptists the only don't thing that came into my head when you said baby baptismal was baby back ribs and chilies. That's all I got. You just need to want to go out to eat. That's I'm all hungry, that I guess. I don't know what's going on. And, and, and Baptists have better potlucks. Yes. Darn right. Yeah, they do. 
Well, see, but he, but to turn that around, <laughs> Presbyterians are very much on point. It starts at 10. It ends exactly at noon. Prayer is officially done at 11.59.59. You are walking in that parking lot by 12.01, so you can make it to the, the IHOP, so you can eat dinner, so you get home in time to be able to watch the game. That's how that works. <laughs> Principles. Exactly. Principles. Keeping things to priorities in line. But <laughs> but no, it's, it's just... It, Everybody has a different uh, a different spot, and there's and there's nothing wrong with that, as long as you're not browbeating somebody for it. Because just because because the perfect example goes back to, you know, and Paul used it a couple, you know, I say a couple times. Paul used it where you know you have to you know find out your own salvation. You know, this one guy over here says it is okay to eat the meat, and this guy over here says it's not. You know what I mean? The, the meat that was sacrificed to the idols and, and whatnot. Stop it. I'm trying to be serious here. You know what I mean? It, just okay, and, and taking it to a, a different level. Some folks say you cannot absolutely, under any circumstances, you cannot drink a little bit of alcohol if you're a Christian. Cannot do it. Well, Can't dance and play cards. We just disproved that one. Yeah, I know. And, and some people say it's okay. It, there's, there's nothing wrong with having that as long as that person is allowed to... I think where you're trying to go Be is free. I think where you're trying to go is if we're talking about religion and we're all on the same page as we are all the same religion. Faith. We're all the same faith. Let's put That's, it that way. Yeah. Not religion, we're all the same faith. Mm-hmm. We're all the same we're all Christians. You go to the idea of we are all Christians. Okay. Now, you as a Christian sometimes feel like you have to create hedges around yourself of protection to stop mm-hmm. you from doing something stupid. Yep. If you as a person believe that, and you follow a religion that believes in those hedges and those foundation and those 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 walls to build up to stop you from doing something, and you meet somebody who doesn't have those walls, one you I think it's actually in the Bible. You as the person, it is in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, I forget exactly where anymore because it's, it's, it's been, been a long time. so long. It's been a long time since I've gone to this passage. You as a person inside of that hedge do not try to beat the person that is outside of that hedge. You as the person outside of that hedge do not flaunt the fact that you are as free mm. as you are yep. to the person who is beating themselves up every day because that person is weaker and needs those protections. Yep. Yep. Don't be a stumbling block. Can I say um, I've always learned and taught that there are biblical absolutes and then there are personal convictions. Yep, correct. A lot of people in many churches of all kinds begin when they start treating their personal convictions as biblical absolutes and start forcing and uh, their personal convictions on other people and teaching them as biblical absolutes. Yep. You have just created a legalistic religion, mm-hmm. and now you've taken faith yep. out of it. Correct. Yep. Correct. Yep. yep. Yep, yep, yep. Because then it's all about action and no longer about love, about and yeah, mercy, you're and taking all of that out. Grace and all of it, it's gone. Carrie, you're very silent, but you look very thoughtful. I'm well. I'm just listening. I'm really listening. <laughs> oh. Um, oh no, this is not good. Last time she said that. <laughs> last time this happened, the next week we had a good conversation. Yeah. So just... <laughs> it's, no. <laughs> no, I like to take it in. It's it's kind of funny because. 
um, you get you. into theological conversation and, um, and I am definitely with other things. I am just speak as I think through it, but with theology, I take my time yeah, and I really think through it. And, um, and I try not to spout without like, like having- Dylan does. Right, because like Dylan, Dylan does, he just so, right of the mouth, you know. Just. Dylan's a theological spouter. Yeah. I am. Yeah, and, I am. And, and to be a Christian, we're supposed to be, you know, prayerfully contemplated with, you know, and and say, you know, what we're going to say through the filter of the Holy Spirit, and uh, and we know that the the Lord Himself, He hates it, you know, as Scott was, I think, was alluding to, is that when we have these inclinations that seem to appeal to the interest of man, what according to what man thinks is right, as opposed to what God knows is right, mm-hmm. Jesus hates that. And the word of God even tells us, like, look, don't lean on your own understanding, trust in God. The what seems right to a man leads to death. So, you know, whatever it is, that's one of the reasons why I know, like, say, for instance, whether it's, uh, you know, the marriage issue, whether it's taxation or whether it's these social issues or whether it's reproductive issues and all that sort of stuff. I, I examine how I feel about it in my flesh. And right there is when I know that I'm wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So, but according to the word of God and looking at it and trying to be, of course, as objective and yielded to the Holy Spirit as I possibly can and read the word without trying to go off script and say, okay, I know that the Lord is not cool with this. I know that my own flesh is like, I wouldn't care. Yeah. I don't care. You know, we li- uh, live and let live and all that sort of do whatever it is that you want to do. I not really my pig, care. not my farm. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm looking at the word of God and where God says, um, no. Now, yeah. however, it ain't for me to go out there. And like we said, it's not we're, we're not supposed to go out there and browbeat anybody. Yeah. Matter of fact, we, if we all we can do is just go and report. And say, hey, this is what's up. Are you with it or not? No. OK, well, all I got to do is just dust my sandals off and he's on down the road. The Lord says he'll handle it later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's all we can do. We're not you know, it's not about us judging anybody, but we won't do God a, a service and we won't do our fellow man a disservice if we just love our neighbor straight to hell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to. Hey. You know, love isn't all about all accepting. Jesus mm. is not some all accepting God. If he was all accepting, he would have stayed on his cozy throne. And he wouldn't have got down there to, to, to hang on a cross for us. Yep. He's like, over my dead body, are you bringing this nonsense into my kingdom? Uh, I see what you so, did there. That's, that's a good place. I see what you did there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> he's not this all accepting hippie who's cool with everything. He has conditions. So it's our job to say, hey, this is what it is. I ain't trying to browbeat you. I ain't trying to force you into anything. But at the same time, I'm not going to let you force your way to be delivered onto us as policy. Mm-hmm. The Ten Commandments, when it says you shall not worship any other gods or, or bow before them anything on that, the full Hebrew <coughs> excuse me, breakdown of that is that you shall not let anybody make you yeah. do these things. Mm-hmm. And right now in this country, we're being made to submit to the laws of men that are apart from the laws of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's good. Scott's <laughs> good, man. Scott's like, yeah. I'm good. Scott's I, got it. He's like, How yeah, do you right. follow We're that? We're done. I, I, I think uh, Mike Dr- <laughs> does, man. I think uh, I think we've learned something very very critical uh, these past two hours. Yeah, um, it's that. Um, uh, our good friend Alfonso Rachel is really good at the mic drops at the last minute. Yeah, and uh, and, and and Dylan is a theological vomiter. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. All yeah, the, got you, it. You love to spout. I do. Uh, I'm a, a yeah, theological a spouter. spouter. Yeah, mm-hmm. spout on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Guys, spout we, that fruit, man. That's what God wants, man. Bear mm-hmm, that fruit. Mm-hmm. God knows what's up. So, uh, Zoe, real quick, your website. 
Oh, thanks, man. I'm at uh, bronzeserpentmedia.com. You can catch my shows, The Zoloft, The Zopium Dim, my music project, 20 Pound Sledge, and, uh, and my audio book, A Solid Right Cross. Scott Green. Brotherbailey.org. No, .net. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> and you can always catch Carrie at Carrie Malinek on the Twitters. This has been Defenders Live, the show. show. This is our show, and uh, let's get the bell counts. Good evening, Mojo Five O. I'm Leprechaun, and here with the bell count grade for the day, Wednesday, July 29th, 2020. Today we had two missed innuendo bells, four actual bells, four robots, and two today, giving us an O for oh my gosh, we don't have no bells today at all. Two of them to the good. <laughs> Peace out, boys. Stay healthy, and we'll see you tomorrow. I think the rating system has some yeah, a little glitch. Skewed. Guys, thank y'all so much for hanging out with us. We're going to have y'all back again. We'll see y'all tomorrow night. Later. Nine. Bye, y'all. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5